0: Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.
1: Star Wars 7x7, episode 1178. Today, I'm updating you on progress with the Han solo movie reshoots and the Last Jedi production, post production specifically. Punch it chewy. Hey, this is Matt Moore from Comics with Kenobi, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7, I'm your host Alan Voivod, and the big news about The Last Jedi is that it's all over except for the screening, and yes, that means that Ryan Johnson has made public on social media that The Last Jedi is done, it's finished, it's in the can, it is ready to go, so why isn't it in theaters yet? Well, you know, that's just because of our impatience, right? They set a date, they gotta stick to the date but specifically let's get back to the thing at hand ryan johnson posted a photo of himself with some post-production folks and he says and that's a wrap on the hardest working post-production team in the galaxy going to miss sitting in dark rooms with these goobers and there are a lot of smiling happy faces in here somebody tweeted at him asking about uh still visual effects or sound and ryan johnson replied all done Yes, with a whole bunch of L's on it, which is why you heard it that way from me. So that was rather anticlimactic in its way, right? There was no drama about uh, behind-the-scenes difficulties with directors or writers or actors or anything like that. It just went humming along and nary a complaint heard by anyone. So, right now, I think the biggest challenge is going to be figuring out how to bottle whatever Ryan Johnson brought to The Last Jedi production and to Lucasfilm in general. Like, how do you bottle that so that way, whatever directors you hire next, you can have that same kind of experience? And possibly more to the point how many directors like Ryan Johnson are there out there? Okay. I mean, you've got the Ron Howards and the J.J. Abrams of the world who certainly seem to be nice enough guys, easy enough to work with, right? But for it to be done already, I mean, what is it? October, November, December, not quite three months before the movie is actually going to come out. That is crazy. So How much do you think, like, what kind of pressure do you think there is to have it sitting there for nearly three months and not, you know, crack open the file and look at it again and think, oh, maybe I could tinker with this, that, or the other? I imagine the temptation must be rather great, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see what we hear about those sorts of things. Anyway, it is wonderful news to know that it has been completed. Everybody's happy with it and with such an incredible lack of drama by comparison to what we've seen recently. Now, on the Han Solo movie, things have been less dramatic for sure ever since the firing of Lord and Miller. And Ron Howard continues to be the goodwill ambassador on behalf of the untitled Han Solo movie with the fan base, with all of the photos that he's been sharing on social media. And now it seems that he's hinting at something rather iconic potentially happening inside this movie. He posted a picture of something, and it's really hard to tell what it is. I mean, it's a combination of metal and of rock. So it makes you think of, you know, some sort of stronghold that's built into the rock or something like that until you read the caption, which says spicy with a question mark and with an E for some reason. So not sure what that's about. Maybe that's just how they spell it in London. He's just going, you know, doing as the Romans do as it were. But when you couple that with the idea that, okay, does this have anything to do with the Kessel Spice Mines, then you start looking at the photo again, and maybe it looks like the entrance to an elevator that goes down to a mine, down in a mine shaft to go dig up some spice from Kessel. And Howard also posted a photo which looks like, it almost could be like a Mad Maxine kind of thing, like a junk strewn wasteland with a Fireball out on the horizon, and he says, shooting a scene about desperate and dangerous times. And then you actually see characters standing around in this mess. And yeah, it's hard to say what's going on here, but the tinting of the image is a reddish color. And so this is leading a lot of people to believe that we are seeing Kessel. And you know, I guess it would be in line. And I think I've brought this up on the podcast before, but. Just considering the fact that the first standalone movie, Star Wars said, Lucasfilm said, hey, let's tie it to something that everybody knows, which is the Death Star. Oh, how do they get the plans to the Death Star? Okay, so that's an easy one. So what, pray tell, might connect us with Star Wars very readily? Well, it is, of course, Han Solo saying, you know, you never heard of the Falcon. It's the ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. So yeah, why wouldn't they decide to tie in a movie around whatever horrible situation Han Solo got himself in that he had to do the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs? Like, it wasn't even a choice. It was like, okay, things are so bad that this is what I have to pull off or else I'm going to die. So if I were to hazard a guess, I would say, yeah, let's think about Kessel Run for the third act or or possibly could be the opening sequence and have that be the thing that cements his reputation and leads to whatever other problems that he might get himself into all right i'm going to take a quick break and then i'm going to talk about an interview andy circus gave not too long ago that would be supreme leader snoke himself stay tuned for that hey rebel rouser slash TFA. Welcome back. All right, so in full disclosure, you know, it's not a spoiler if it's something that is officially released. And this is, I guess, technically officially released because Andy Serkis was interviewed for some publication or some online media outlet or something like that and gave some information about The Last Jedi that you know, I don't know if he was really authorized to give it okay and it's not something that I would call a huge reveal it doesn't necessarily say a lot about the movie itself or what's going to happen in the movie it's just kind of an interesting note to consider about character dynamics and yet and yet I'm going to give you the opportunity to jump away in case you don't want to hear it so jump away my friends jump away if you need to and for those of you who are staying here, well, let's talk about Snoke and Andy Serkis. So one of the things that they asked him about, because he was out promoting something else, of course, and like they always do, they got to ask you something about Star Wars, Um Ultimately, the topic came up of Carrie Fisher, and he said that he did not do any scenes with Carrie Fisher. So, if you had been wondering about a possible confrontation or showdown between Snoke and Leia, well, that is not apparently going to happen unless Andy Serkis is just lying through his teeth, which is certainly possible, right? I'm not trying to say anything bad about him or anything. I'm just saying. I've told my children, (laughs) just for the record, I've said to them, look, there's only one occasion that I'm going to lie to you. And that is if I have a fun surprise for you and I'm not ready for you to know about it yet. And I've told them, like, that is the one occasion that I will lie to them without question or compunction or anything like that. So if Andy actually ended up chewing some scenery with Carrie Fisher, and we're going to see that in the movie, and it turns out that that statement was an utter and bald faced lie, I will not respect him any less as a result of that. Okay, just, you know, for the record. Anyway, that is going to do it for today's podcast. I just want to say thank you as always for listening and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you fall in love with a queen in disguise, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if the show's been worth your time, please support us at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a deep space angel, it's Destiny Unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, whether respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.
0: Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love.